Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. TPV Radio. Central Texas. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. And remember, you're safer at home. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by Line 365 in this station. This is God's Journey Child, Theodore Chestnut, and you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go! You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go! What's good, radio family? The Psalmist Voice Radio Network has an all-star lineup just for you. Just pick your flavor. Starting with, on Sundays, the Psalmist Voice Reloaded at 2 p.m., Central Standard Time, followed by Satellite with Michael Ceballos at 4.30 p.m. Monday, The Grub at 12 noon. Darcy Patterson, the reality coach, at 6 p.m. Tuesday, Victory Over the Weights of Life with Sister Deanne Labrine at 6 p.m. Friday's Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4 p.m. Saturdays is our triple hitter, and it starts off with Saturdays for Best with Sister Lorraine Brown, followed by Brother Now Presents with Pastor Gene Homer at 4 p.m., and Motorbar Nation with Sandra Grace at 7 p.m. The Psalmist Voice presents by appointment only, coming soon. TPV Radio Open Mic, open to all pastors preachers and artists and we're going to get it in to be announced you can also catch us on live 365 24 7 just search the thomas voice radio network and you're in there walk with us family let's go at javina distributing we got your covering for your winter and summer needs. One size fits all. To order yours today, please message them on Facebook at Javina Distributing or call 616-929-2991 or 517-489-6923. Or you can order from the website, www.allsports.com headgear.com and type in promo code Siron2020 to get your free gifts. It's Let's Get It. Let's go. At Majal's Products, we care for a better you. 
with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body, and stronger hair. Like our face, foot, hair, and body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majowsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majows Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without breaking the bank. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. Time to get your spiritual fix and uplifting word with yours truly, the psalmist voice. Uh, this is the hottest Christian radio show on the planet. Are you ready, ready, ready to walk? Let's go! What's, What's good, family? Good, this is your boy, the psalmist voice, a.k.a. Pastor Christopher Newton. And you're listening to the psalmist voice radio network. Walk with us, family. Let's go! context 
and I am your most humbled host, the Thomas Boyd. What's cracking, family? We pray that the word will impact your life and bring a fresh revelation and understanding of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So, family, we have another hot show just for you. And, of course, breaking down walls, breaking down chains, breaking down doctrines is what we do. And we have today's show, we got part two of the spiritual war of depression. We got breakthrough. Yes, sir. But before we get into all that, you don't hear anything in the background this week. Well, that's because the brother and sister duo, Brother Don Presents, Pastor Gene Homer and Brother Don, yeah, they're under the weather today, so please keep them in your prayers, uh, as always, as we keep you in our radio family. But I do have your cousin, your nephew, your uncle, I have a host of Real Talk in the building, Pastor Byron Sego. What's up? What's going on, bro? How you doing today, man? Man, I'm good. It's been one of those days, uh, high allergies, migraines, but I'm going to push through this thing, man, because it's like everybody's being taken out today. Don't know why. But that's just how it is. You know, as soon as you got to do something for God, your body want to act up. Just saying. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Tell, tell the family a little bit of backdrop on yesterday's event that you had uh, with your ministry, man. I couldn't make it. So my wife was working, and she didn't get back in time. So I couldn't make it. But I'm, I, I, I'm sure I saw on Facebook it went quite well. So just give a little family a little backdrop on that, Pastor. Oh man, it was it was it was uh it was a great time and I I I I know where your heart was, Pastor Chris, and you 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 already told me, you know, if you could be there, you could be there, but I got it, man, I understand. But man, look, it was um it was spectacular. It was our uh it was our blessings on uh the block. And uh we targeted um an area in Harker Heights uh, off of Ann Avenue. Uh, we targeted that area, and that's going to be our targeted area, you know, for uh, you know, for for a little bit as we branch out. But man, it was, I mean, it was super wonderful, man. I mean, so many volunteers came out with good hearts, man. We were able to 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 give out some 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 non-perishable food items and some fresh food items to uh, to some families that came through, man. And you know, the the weather held off for us; it wasn't too hot. The weather held off, man, and it was just a good time. And I'm going to tell you, bro, how good God is. You know, even we were out there trying to do for God's people. It was people that came by that didn't need, but what they did, they saw what we were doing, and then they blessed us with uh, with, with, with donations for what we were doing. So we ended up giving to the people, and then people ended up giving back to us just because we were out there hitting the streets, taking God's words to the street, to the people, and letting the people know that, hey, we're here for you. The the, the body of Christ is here for you. We ain't forgot about you. So, man, it was a, it was a great event. We all had good time, fellowship, fellowshipping with the people that came through. And, you know, we, we just took care of God's people. So, man, I, I, I thank God for uh, for, for giving uh, giving that vision, man, and, and the success that, uh, that that happened on yesterday. So. Amen. That's the awesome part about doing outreach because we had the same thing happen to us, man. We were just out there just giving away everything and, 
you know, we had a couple of folks that was just like, you know, you know, we don't see churches do that anymore. And we were able to talk to a lot of people in the neighborhood and, and they just right. poured their hearts out and just said, hey, man, we don't see enough of this, you know, but, you yeah. know, this ain't much. But here it is. You know, I said it's not even about you giving to us. You know, the fact of the matter is we, we should be out here and it shouldn't always right. be small ministries. Uh, doing it and it shouldn't always be because I get a tax break I'm going to go ahead and feed the 5,000 oops I'm going to get in trouble with that one but hey I stay in trouble yeah, 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 but all, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. that's the stuff I'm talking about why, why, do, why do we have to do something just to get something back and that's my right. whole thing about outreach when it comes to some ministries not all some and it's always the smaller churches that are doing the biggest impact and we have these big churches that have the resources to do it, but they got to be flossing. They got to be on TV. They got to be on every newspaper. They got to be on Facebook. They got to be on Twitter, Snapchat, everywhere else getting that recognition instead of just doing it. That's why I don't understand. And then, and then they get a write-off. So you're not really giving to anybody. You're, you're keeping mm-hmm. the money pretty much. Yeah, you spent this, but they're going to give it right back to you at the end of the year. So what's the point? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I got something funny that happened. I don't know if you saw that little picture I put on uh, on Facebook when pastors get in the way of events. They just say, hey, look here, take this sign, go down the edge of the road and stand there. <laughs> Because right now, you know, you're in the way, you know, and I, I knew I knew what their heart was, man, you know, but yeah. there's like, hey, look, 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 pastor, you know, hey, uh, we got this, you know, you in the way, just go down and just talk to some people, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so but it was, be, man. man. Yeah. Yeah. Have, having your having your team, you know, even though you want to help and stuff like that and having your team just say, hey, man, you just go and just. Evangelize, do do. We got the hard work. We got it, you know. And yeah, but just yeah. you wanting, just you wanting to do it. That's the whole point. They saw the leader wanting to do it. It's not like you was just sitting there and with your with your twenty rings on and 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 your gator shoes and you was just you know <laughs> chilling, posting up. Right. You know, you wanted right. to help. So that that's the whole thing. That's what the people of God need to see. Leaders that are actually wanting to work You gonna kick me out I wanna work Okay pastor we see that But you gotta go This is this is us Okay fine That's a different story But not when you go in there to floss Just saying But again right. That's a whole nother right. show Whole nother topic yeah. But anyway man yeah. <laughs> Get your shout outs out the way Since you got the mic man Oh man, look! I want to want to shout out, you know, shout out my wife, you know. Um, I want to shout out my kids, man. Um, and I want to give a big shout out to um, the, um, the the armed services YMCA um, uh, that allowed us to use that area on yesterday to uh, to to help the community. Um, so the armed services YMCA. Um, I appreciate y'all, and I know y'all told us that, you know, we, we, we have some more events coming up that we're going to use that area, but I want to send a shout-out to them. Everybody, even the, the my my, uh, my outreach team, even though we're small, there's three ladies that work hard. Uh, my wife, um, Makevia Smith, 
uh, Sakita Key, which is the mother of Alexis Key, which was on the show on yesterday. They're 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 a part of my outreach team, man, and just all the volunteers that came out yesterday. Um, there was so many volunteers that came out to help. Um, they came from everywhere to help, man. So I want to shout out everybody that came out and volunteered, man. And I just thank everybody for uh, for all they did to make Blessings on the Block Part 1 a success. So. Amen. Well, hopefully, man, I, I, we got we, – we, Thomas Boyce got to gotta make his appearance, man. We got we to gotta go out there and do this thing, man. And hopefully the scheduling gets – gets better but it doesn't look like it's gonna get any lighter anytime soon but i'll talk to y'all there that's right uh but speaking of which man of course uh voting this is the last two weeks of voting for the spin awards 2020 we have been uh nominated for four different categories you can go to the website and vote www.thespinawards.com and you would go to the site, the site will pop up. You'll see all of the different categories with every nominee as soon as you hit the page. You'll see us on there and uh, some of the categories. You'll see the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. You'll also see the Psalmist Voice Reloaded uh, show. You'll also see myself. And then we're in one more category. Can't quite remember it. Uh, but we thank God for the doors that have been opening in the last past year, starting with being considered for the Stella Awards earlier this year. We definitely praise God for what he's doing, you know, and that, like I just said, man, when you just put your trust in God, God will open doors for you, man. And, and you know, Brother Don was saying something yesterday that really stuck out, you know, in my spirit. You know, it doesn't matter how big you are. It's what the imp it's the impact that you're leaving that makes it big. So we right. we don't gotta be twenty deep, thirty deep. We ain't gotta have five locations. As long as you're making an impression and an impact and changing people changing people's lives one soul at a time, that's what this whole thing is about. And everything else will come. And that's our target, man. We're not trying to be the biggest thing since sliced bread and all this nonsense. I don't even have a heart for that, man. I just want the right. word of God to be going out to the people. I want people to be taught. I want people that walk in power, not walk in religion. You know, that's my heart, man. So yeah. I, I'm, I, yeah. I just thank God for what he's doing. And if we win, so be it. If we don't, so be it. But we thank God that we, we've been giving the opportunity to be even considered. So that's where my heart is about the whole thing. But still vote. Go ahead. Spinawards.com, uh, and you will see us on there, or just go to spinawards.com slash hit vote. It'll take you right there, but you'll see a big old vote button as soon as you get on the page, so you can't miss it. But anyway, that's my plug for that. Uh, again, uh, keep south. Oh, let me go ahead and let, let me go ahead and uh, uh, make this official real quick. I gotta make this official real quick. Here we go. Yeah, there we go. So, of course, currently here in the CTX. We're at 97 degrees with the heat index. Yeah. Uh, it is re it's reported at 91, but we're going to reach over 100 by the end of the day. It's just been like that the last week or two. So keep yourself hydrated. I cannot stress this enough. It is that hot out there. Please keep yourself hydrated. Also, keep the families of South 
Texas, and Mexico in your prayers. We were hit with our first uh, hurricane this year, and those families across the coast were hit pretty bad, and Mexico, and we have our own brother, uh, TTV Radio, Michael Cervalos. He's down there helping family and friends out there as well, so keep him lifted up in your prayers as he travels down to help out the families uh, that are in need. Also, family, the news. I don't even have to stress the news enough. You, you see enough <laughs> of it. Just saying. So I'm not going to yeah. waste another more airtime with the news. So, but it is our mandate as believers to pray for our nation and its leaders, even if you like them or not. That's just what we got to do, family. And keep your families prayed up. Keep your families protected as well with this pandemic just going straight crazy right now. Try to stay home as much as you possibly can. Uh, Texas has hit a spike. Central Texas has hit a major spike. So we have to make sure we're okay. Look, I understand. I was one of those radicals, Pastor. I was. I was like, man, I ain't wearing my mask, man. I'm protected. Oh, yeah, of course we're protected. We're protected by the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Got that. But we also have to follow the law. Now they made it a law. So we don't have a choice but to follow it. Just saying. Right. So anyway, right. so now we have to wear a mask. So again, it's all good. So we have to wear our mask, stay protected, keep yourself safe, keep your family safe as we continue to ride this wave uh, with this pandemic, as well as keeping our relationships back, getting our relationships back rather with Jesus Christ, because this is a time and a season for that. Reset has been hit God wants our attention And we gotta give it to him y'all He's a jealous God And God, the devil can't do anything Without God's permission See y'all need to stop blaming God For a lot of stuff The devil has to get the gets God's permission first Before he even activates anything Y'all need to read your word Just saying, read your word So God is allowing things to happen for a reason, and you will know it if you had a relationship with God. This ain't this. We ain't even nowhere near where we. Where, y'all talking about this is the end of the world? No, it's not. This is a wake up call for the believers to wake up out of that slumber and start walking in where we're supposed to be walking, so we can get more people saved, more people set free, more people empowered to know what they have. And not be so caught up in this religious mumbo-jumbo nonsense because it's not working. As you can see, it's not working. Just saying. Mm. See, I'm already getting right. wild up to be doing right. uh, shot. Sorry. Let, let, let me calm down a little bit. So I got to give a shout-out to <laughs> my, first, my first lady, uh, Shanice Newton. God bless you. Also to my kiddos, CJ, Tajanique, Jalen, Tyreek, Ian, and Tajanay. Daddy loves you all to pieces. And my baby girl celebrated her fourth birthday this past week. And she's four going on ten. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this, this little cheese, she is, she keeps me going, man. I'm telling you. So, uh, yeah, she, I had a, I have a good time with her, man. There's a backdrop story to that relationship with my daughter and I, but I'll tell y'all another time. But, again, happy birthday, Tajanae. Fourth birthday, and, of course, my oldest daughter, uh, Tajanae's birthday is next month. So, we got birthdays back to back, so yeah, it's, it's going to be one of those busy times. And she's turning 10, turning on 16. Yeah, 
So, yeah, these kids yeah. are a little grown. But anyway, preteen, preteen. Yes. These kids are <laughs> more grown than we were, man. At 10, at 10, I was still playing with He-Man and Transformers. I'm just saying. Boy, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that's, hey, that's, that, that, that's a different show right there. Yeah, that, that's a whole different show. But uh, if y'all if y'all missed if y'all missed yesterday's show Saturday's buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown the reason why I'm saying that because she had young people on the show now Pastor these young kids didn't even sound like they were their age they sound very mature for their age the way they spoke the way they expounded the way they talked about Jesus Christ how they how they tell it to their peers we had a uh, elementary school, middle school, and high school on the panel yesterday on our show, and you couldn't even tell these were kids. I'm just saying. The mediator had her questions. She was doing it. I'm, I'm just sitting back like, my God, these kids are not playing. So, and just like you, when you started with this, with the young lady with the entrepreneur, of course, she's a young adult, but still, my point is this. We got to stop Sleeping on our young people. I'm just saying, and we need to wake up as like they like to call us old heads. But we need to wake up and get with the program, y'all. We need to get out of our old stinking ways and listen to these young folks because the wisdom that they have can be valuable for us. Just saying, we gotta listen to this. Yeah, they're a little. Sometimes they're a little edgy. That's okay. Sometimes they may speak their mind, and it's not. According to the way they're supposed to speak proper English and etiquette, they're a whole different generation. They're blunt. Right. And if you and if right. you understand that, you can hear what they're actually saying instead of getting ready to haul off and knock them out because they don't talk the way you you talk. They they communicate different. And this is what I'm learning, you know, that the young people communicate way different than we communicate. They're more blunt and, 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 and Go ahead, go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Pastor. And 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 and, and what we got to realize too. I mean, a lot of these young, the, the younger kids, you know, young, young younger kids, uh, elementary school, middle school, high school, uh, the 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 young adults. I mean, if you have them in your in in your ministry, you have to be able, or the 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 person, the pastor. Or the team has to be willing to sit down and listen to those 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 young people, because they could very well bring something fresh to your ministry that will that will that, that, that will that will set you apart. Because, like the discussion that I had, you know, it's not that these kids don't want to be uh, a part of church, or it's not that they don't want God. They just they just want to get it a way that they can understand it and they can be free to praise God how they want to praise God instead of being instead of being tied down to praising God the way that somebody tells them to praise God mm-hmm. you know so I, I I think we gotta we gotta we gotta not shut them out and just open it up to them because they they they, they have some ideas that will that will that will set a ministry apart and set a ministry on fire if you allow them now just like you said you know sometimes you gotta Really, me and a little bit. And sometimes they say, hey, look here, man. No, we ain't gonna do that. But you know, it, you, but, you, but you have to be able to listen to them and say, okay, hey, we can do this, but how about we do it this way? Yeah. You know. Yeah. But their 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 idea 
and you, you're allowing them to still use their idea, and they're still saying in the back of their head, wow, he still used my idea. He, you know, they probably didn't want to use it this way, but this idea is still flowing. And now I feel like I'm a part of something, and now I feel like that my ideas are important and that I mean something in the sight of God because my ideas are important. Exactly. And that, and that's what they need, man. We, we're, we're, there, we're the cheerleaders, put it that way. We're the cheerleaders. So we have to motivate them to stay inspired because the fact of the matter is it, it's a lot of us adults, especially in some ministries, that kill their spark. We're the ones who kill it. It's not. It's not the world. It's not. It's not all oh, because uh, of certain things we do in church. It's us. We kill their spark because they have something new and fresh to bring to the table. And just like Pastor Sego just said, we don't allow that to happen. So they're like, you know what? I might as well go to the street and do it. And that's why a lot of them go to the street and takes them a while to come back because of the fact that they've been church hurt already. If it think about it, just think. Anyway, anyway, we got a show to do, man. We got a show to do, and of course, you know, we got something big coming up. Uh, we have our uh, first uh, uh, online show that's coming up. We, we we got the final details in order. It will be. Uh, on Zoom and Facebook Live, the show is entitled TPV Radio Unfiltered. Basically, what that show is, is for issues just like we've discussed. The youth, unfiltered, having men and, men and women of God that will, that will not mind listening to the voice of the other side of the fence. What am I talking about? Well, we'll have a panel of pastors. And then we'll have a panel of people on the other side, kind of like a rap battle. Just, just think of it that way. And we're going to put the issues on the table. And for we cannot be in our mantles to answer these questions. Yes, we have to make sure God's in the middle of it. And I'm not saying go ham and cheese on nobody. That's not what this show's about. But we're going to go ham and cheese on the issue. We're going to hear it raw. And we're going to be able to interpret it raw and be able to give a solution to the problem. And I'll, I'll talk with uh, Pastor Sego after off air in regards to what's coming up. But look out for that, man. That'll be our first online show. And I believe that we'll be able to make a bigger impact uh, on that show as well. Since everybody's going online, hey, we might as well join the party. But again, as TPV always does, we might stir the pot. And, and hit the hornet's nest, uh, Pastor Sego, with the issues that we tackle. Just saying. I already, I already know. I already know. You ain't got to tell me, bro. <laughs> oh man. Well, anyway, let, let me stop. Let me stop. All right, family. Got to give a shout out to KHG, KBRG, the Bridge, uh, Bishop Willie Horn. God bless you. Also, Linus Howard. God bless you. Thank you so much. And the Brew Crew in the mornings. Uh, thank you so very much, gentlemen, for your wisdom. Uh, with the word of God So family here we go We talked almost a half hour already Because that's what happens when pastors get together We just start going But we're going to go ahead and get this party started uh, uh, The spiritual war of depression We've got breakthrough Part 2 So family of course Y'all know what time it is Right But I just got to know One thing 
Are you ready? No, I said, are you ready? CPB Radio Family, are you ready to walk? Well, I'm ready to walk. It's just you and me, we're doing it today. Are you ready to walk? Let's walk, let's go. Let's get it, family. Let's go. Let's set the atmosphere, of course, with Titus Showers with Better and Israel and New Breed featuring Ty Tribbett chasing me down. And we're going to get it in. You're listening to the most off-the-meat rap controversial radio show in the land. It's the Summer's Voice Reloaded. And when we come back, me and Pastor Sego is going to dive right in to the spiritual war of depression. We got breakthrough. Keep it locked, family. We'll be right back after this. Don't you dare move a muscle. TPV Radio, Central Texas. I'm so not perfect, but every day I'm learning, striving and searching to be a better person. I'm tired of my life. I'm tired of the pain. I'm tired of my past. The guilt and the shame I am sure that you hear my heart's desires I've been to the limit and through the
It's like I can't wait I do this for the kingdom, Lord I do this for your name's sake Wait, whatever I gotta do I comply Father, transform this caterpillar To a butterfly And I really don't care Friends and family look at me strange I can't remain the same I gotta change
Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Josiah Khalid. Listen, you're listening to the Summer's Voice Radio. Walk with me. Let's go. And the millions watching around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! disappears. 
when you slap uh, a Band-Aid on it, you medicate it, you mask it, sometimes the thing lasts more than you want to. Sometimes it lasts more than you would like to. We want to... We want to give you a, a word, a Bible verse, a word of encouragement for someone who has not walked in these shoes of of, of church and, and, and utilizing the word of God, the relationship. We we all have moments. We all have moments, family. And see, this is what this is what we don't want to talk about. We all have moments. I don't care who you are. That you get into this place, and we need someone to grab our hand and to help us pull, and help us pull out of the depths of despair. And it's 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 in those moments we can't even reach back for an extended hand that are and that is our hardest thing to get through. Now, no matter what you're facing today, tomorrow, the next day, next year, next week, or what you went through yesterday, there is hope. For you And this is why We make jokes about The media a lot And stuff like that Because if you watch that stuff You're going to be put into this Unnecessary Heaviness And you're already dealing with your own So adding fuel To the fire makes it very Very more difficult Or very difficult to get Through it so why add it why add the fuel to the fire when you can find music, you can find uh, reading, or now we have app books. You can go to the app and read it from your mobiles. So there are different avenues of getting over that heaviness. And when we get into that place, sometimes, you know, especially as men of God, Pastor, we, you know, we got this macho thing going on that I'm a man of God and I'm a pastor, and you know I, I I don't go through stuff like this because I I, I am right. under the anointing of God, and you know you, we get all super spiritual, super religious. But fact of the matter is, man, you'll be surprised how many leaders are actually going through depression. Just case in point, just look at the news in the last two years. How many pastors and first ladies have been either found uh, deceased? Uh, they suicide it, It's just getting ridiculous The number in just the church community alone We're bypassing stats That the world should be blowing us out of the water Why is that? Because of the fact that we've gotten so lost In the doctrines that we've been preaching And yeah, I'm going to keep saying it Until it's effective We've wasted 25 years of wealth and health messages that we have not given people the power to tackle the, the, the littlest things like depression. Oh, depression's a big thing. You can't belittle it, Pastor. What are you talking about? I'm belittling the spiritual battle of depression. Now, there are some people that do have a medical condition with depression. I'm not being disrespectful to that fact. But I am talking to the people that is allowing the spirit of heaviness to take over their life, especially allowing the nonsense that we're watching on the boob tube to make it even worse. We have a solution to that problem. Y'all want to hear it? Well, here we go. You're going to hear it anyway. So it is the moments when we can't even reach back. Those are the moments where we need to say, God, okay, 
I'm having some issues. I don't feel it. I don't feel like talking to Pastor Sego today. I'm in my stump. He ain't gonna understand because I'm supposed to be a pastor. Why am I going through what I'm going through right now? I shouldn't be going through this because I'm supposed to be sitting seated in heavenly places. Well, look, this is the time and season right now where all of us are being checked. All of us. God is checking all of us. He is checking our relationships. He is checking who we are in God. He is checking uh, how effective we are in presenting the word of God with context, not logic. Uh Uh-oh. There's a lot of professional preachers out here. Uh Uh-oh, I'm getting in trouble, Pastor. We got a lot of professional (laughs) preachers out here that make a career out of preaching the gospel. Yeah, I said it, and it's, it's true. We got so many people that are degreed up but have no power. They can speak very well. Their words are elegant. Their words can move your emotions, but there's no power. Are they teaching you how to get through depression? I'll wait. Or are they teaching you how to be a stronger warrior in the kingdom of God? I'll wait again. Are they teaching you how to truly Tap into the power of the Holy Ghost that Jesus gave to us 2,000 plus years ago. I'll wait for the third time. The answer is no. We're taught all these concepts. We're taught all these procedures using all these eloquent words. And even I'm in, I'm in my 40s and half the words half these jokers use, I don't even understand. So if I don't understand it in my generation... Well, it's no telling what the youth understand. They're probably even more lost than me. But again, this is where we're at. And the fact of the matter is God has set the reset button on purpose. He is a jealous God for a reason. He's been telling us that for 2,000 plus years, but yet we still want to do our own thing, Pastor. And I don't understand it. I don't understand why we have we have the Corinthians that he, they wrote a perfect book on how we should do things in church. We have the, the, the chapter of James, I mean, the whole book of James, which talks about depression which talks about how we're supposed to act as, as men and women of God. These are books that have all the secrets of how we're supposed to run ministry, but yet we're only doing it based off of what somebody else told us to do and not based on what God told us to do. No wonder why we're so lost. Just saying. So the Psalms puts words to the hardest pieces of your life. Now that is a book that you can read because David wrote some songs in there that will inspire the most darkest of places in your life. And when you find it hard to pray, when you find it hard to go to God because you feel in some kind of way about what life is bringing you, the Psalms is a perfect book to read. Read the whole book of Psalms. As a matter of fact, in some books, of, of the Bible, it, it even categorizes each chapter to tell you exactly which season in your life you're in, and you read that chapter. The Psalms has 119 books in it, just saying, so it can cover every part of your depression. I've been there, and I said that to, a week ago, two weeks ago. I've been there. I've been in that dark season of depression, so I know what it feels like. I'm not sitting here telling you something I don't know. I've been there, and there are days that I still go through it. 
but I'm going to give you the tools to help you through it, and Psalm is one of them. And also being able to entrust someone that can actually give you spiritual counsel, can speak to you on a reel, and still be able to help you come out of your mess. See, we get too religious all the time when it comes to stuff like this. We're not supposed to feel this way. We're not. To, who said this body is flesh and blood? We were born in sin. So we have something inside of us that is holy. So, of course, your body's going to go ham and cheese against something that is holy inside of you because this body wants to act out. That's your mind your emotions, your heart, everything about the body that you are housed in is nothing but sin. But the grace of God and developing the relationship in Jesus Christ makes this body worth living in. Why? Because you have the power through your mouthpiece to talk these things out of your existence. Now, there are some things that God will allow in your life, but there are other things that you have to let go and let God. Not a cliche, not another famous quote for, for the next year to put on your banner at your church. It's the truth. And I know that it, it's like a thick cloud that surrounds you, and will it ever lift you? Yes, it will. I've sat in rooms, I read articles. I, I slept in the dark. I did all this stuff. And not one of them helped me until I finally said, you know what? Let me pick up this word. Let me read these psalms. And let me talk to somebody that's going to talk to me for real. Because I'm telling you, it is nothing to play with when you allow the spirit of darkness to catch hold of you. Because that's a whole nother battle in itself. And again, we're not taught, Pastor, how to really battle the spiritual things because we were never taught in the first place. We're, we're, we're taught to do all this other stuff, but we're not taught to handle spiritual warfare in our life. And that's why people can't get over stuff because we, they go to the altar every Sunday praying for the same thing every Sunday and God already heard your prayer. It's up to us to walk it out. So we're going to go ahead and, and, and dive right in and get, and get into this. You know, we can't, we can't keep putting Band-Aids on something and think it's going to work. We can't keep on popping a whole bunch of pills and think it's going to work. Because when you wake up, it's still going to be there. And the only way you're going to get out of it is by reading the Word of God. And the Psalms helped me through some of the darkest moments. The Psalmist right. conveys the feelings in your life, the feelings that you go through, and you can verbalize it. On your own terms You could take the word And put and personalize it I've prayed these psalms many times While asking God to deliver me From the struggle at hand And every time family I read them I'm reminded again How amazing and alive God's word truly is While I love the entire chapter Of each of these psalms I included the highlights That speak directly From my heart that's what you have to do. Highlight the things that talks to you. For deeper study, of course, you got to read the whole entire chapter. Don't just read one phrase. And if you don't understand it, call on somebody that can help you understand it. It's okay not to know. Asking no questions, uh, you're not going to get an answer. 
No dumb question is a dumb question. If you don't know, you don't know. And that's okay, because again, God will meet you where you are. So I encourage you, family, that don't turn your back. Hold on to God. Hold on to the word. Hold on to what God has placed inside of you. It is not too late. Even everything that's happening around us, family, it is not too late. It's time for us to fight the good fight of faith and take hold of the eternal life to which we are called, paraphrasing from 1 Timothy 6 and 12. So, uh, so Pastor, uh, I, I got a question. Because I, I really don't think they, 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 they're hearing us. I don't think they're hearing us. Because, we, you know, we, we, we say all these things in church and we have all these cliches that the, the battle is not mine, it's the Lord's. And we say we tread upon serpents and scorpions and every high thing that exalts itself. And I mean, I'm not trying to make fun, but I'm just saying it, we, we say all these powerful statements. But then when it gets to the point of us actually utilizing what we're interpreting, we're still in our dark place. We're still in that cloud. And then now we're, we're, we're told to fight, and we can't fight. So, Pastor, can you help me out here? Because I, I don't understand why we can't break through, and we have all of the tools in the Word to help us through this thing called spiritual Depression. I'm not talking about the medically brain chemical imbalance depression. I'm talking about the spiritual depression because the spiritual depression, in my opinion, is far worse because it stays with you if you allow it to. And it will mm. fester inside of you if you allow it to. Just right, saying, right. I'm no medical doctor. Don't take my word for it. But I know there's a difference between the spiritual battle of depression and a and a real chemical issue of depression. It's two different right. things. I'm not the doctor, so I ain't talking about the medical side. I'm talking about the spiritual side. So, Pastor Sego, enlighten me, man. What is the problem with us, man, when we have all the tools of breakthrough, but we don't want to utilize it? Your thoughts? Man. Man, I think I think one one good thing you said was that um, we 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 tell we we tell people to fight fight fight, you know, and we give them the we try to give them those you know the the, the scriptures and like you said uh, you know sometimes the, the cliche things come about. The problem is that I see is that the people don't truly know how to fight. Mm -hmm. I hear what you're saying. I, I I hear what I hear what what what, what scriptures you're giving me, um, but. I still don't know truly how to fight. So when 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 that when that spirit of of, of depression begins to, to to hit people, uh, they can revert back to what they you know what, what they highlighted on their phone or or, or or what their pastor told them, what their bishop told them. They can they can revert back to that. But has that ha, have they been truly shown how to fight? I've given you instructions. I showed you. But 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 have they been really really truly shown how to fight? It's just like a, a, a pro boxer or or or, or 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 an Olympian boxer. Okay, you can't expect them to go in and fight in the heavyweight championship without being 
shown how to fight. Their trainer has to show them. They have to go through drills. They have to go through moves. They have to hit the punching bag. They gotta they they they, they gotta they gotta hit the speed bag. They gotta they, they gotta they, they gotta move they they gotta spar. They gotta spar. But you can't expect them to go in there and win a fight if the trainer hasn't showed them how to fight. The trainer can give them an instruction manual and say, hey, here's how you fight. But he gonna go he or she is gonna go in that ring and they're gonna get knocked out because you've only Showed them how to fight, but you hadn't taught them how to fight. There's a difference between being shown and being taught how to fight. A trainer will 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 will, will teach you how to be a good fighter. So right. I think the problem is is that we 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 we, we tell people about how to fight. We we tell them we tell them we tell them, but we don't truly teach them. And 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 we say well we can teach them through the word we can. We, we we can do that, but we have to continue to properly equip them, not just throw those cliches out there and those 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 biblical verses that everybody uses that that they use for everything when that they don't understand that every biblical verse is not used in every situation. But you know they 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 take those and they use them in every situation, and people get that. But how do I apply that to my situation? How do I apply that to my life? How 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 do I apply that to that 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 dark shadow that's that's that that's over me right now? So for me, from for 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 my thought process is that we can we 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 can we we can show him, but we don't teach him. And showing is we giving them the word, we showing them this, we give them a list of uh, inscriptions on how to how, how how to inspire people and how to how to stand when 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 problems come. We give them all of those scriptures and say, here it is. But we show them, but how can we teach them? How can we tell these people, this is how you apply to your life. This is what you got to do. Here's what it says. Here's how you make it applicable to your life. So I think we show them, but I think we're not really teaching them um, how, to, how to fight and how to push through these situations like we should be. Exactly. Exactly. And this is, and, and I've I brought up First Timothy six and twelve on purpose because that that is one that is our go to scripture, you know. And I've heard this scripture um, used as a as motivating counsel for people who are struggling uh, with this thing we're talking about: depression, heaviness, anxiety, and you know other life challenges. That's the that's the go to scripture right there, and you know the 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 spiritual battle. Is constant and we need to stay alert and motivated so that the enemy doesn't destroy our lives completely and other times I heard it used to fight uh, for breakthroughs in our life and see like I said like and you just pointed that out we're we're utilizing the scriptures in the wrong situation and we're given right. all these things for the wrong situations and of course I like to give steps to give people because again for me that's how I learn I like to teach it so I'm not going to throw a whole bunch of theology I'm not going to do all that I'm going to break it down so you can understand exactly what God is saying in this season now there, 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 there may be some valuable thoughts but if you're living it with depression anxiety or other mental health stressors this is a couple of tools That'll help you understand what it truly means to fight the good fight. So I hope y'all ready 
and I hope y'all don't cut me off, but it's okay, because it's going to be on replay, so you're going to hear it one way or the other. Anyway, <laughs> number one, spiritual fighting creates more weakness and exhaustion. Wow. Spiritual fighting creates more weaknesses and exhaustion. Let me break it down. The context of this of this uh, con- the context of this word fight and keep the enemy at bay or fighting for personal breakthrough can associate depression and anxiety related stressors as a sign of defeat or and losing to the enemy. The, the devil demonic forces, you get what I'm saying. I have also seen this idea lead people into wrestling with judgmental or judgmental uh, things or examining uh, from others about why they're losing the fight. It, it, it usually comes in the form of questions like this. How your time with, how is your time with the Lord? Or mm-hmm. How is your prayer life? Mm-hmm. I know you've heard this before, uh, Pastor, before we were even pastors. These, these are the go-to questions. Uh, mm-hmm. Or is there anything in your life you need to get right with God? Okay, so here we go. And I'll make people mad. People are about to hang up. In the end, it points to a problem with spiritual disciplines, period. And the blame is on the person not fighting or doing enough to break off the depression or anxiety. Now, it implies you do your part and God will do his. Okay, well, probably people only heard the part I just read. So let me read that one more time. In the end, it points to a problem with spiritual disciplines. Like we just mm. said, sometimes we don't even know what spiritual discipline is, Pastor. We don't know. So, of course, we're going to keep doing what we do. And the blame is on the person not fighting or doing enough to break off the depression or anxiety. It implies you are that you do your part and God will do his. Okay, so we get that. We just talked about that. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know how to fight. I was never taught how to fight. I'm not a praise break. I'm not a sing mm-hmm. real good. Uh, I know how to usher. Uh, I know how to be a servant. But y'all ain't teaching me how to deal with this. So how do I deal with it? So here's the answer to that question. Faith is not motivated by behavior. It's inspired by belonging. Think about that. Faith is not motivated by behavior. I just said that. All the things we do, the works and all this other stuff, it's the faith that activates the cure. Not the work. Not what you know, but the faith. Now, of course, we understand the medical side of it, which is it's an older, overactive uh, kind of thing going on in your head and stuff like that, the medical part of it. But you're not safe until X, Y, and Z, and then God will relieve those burdens. We have a spiritual formula that we can give you. Y'all ready? 
it's self-interpreted as a spiritual medicine, which is called faith. The depression or anxiety continues to make faith more frustrating and exhausting. See, this is what happens. You you, you know those th- that thing called side effects, right? When you're taking mm-hmm. medication, it only it can it can take one thing away, but you have this thing called side effects. Well, if you're put if you're applying faith to the problem, the side effect is frustration and exhaustion. Why? Because again, your body is full. It is a sinful body. Your spirit man, which is the Holy Ghost that dwells within you, is holy. So therefore, if you are applying a holy medicine into a sinful body, guess what happens? It causes frustration and exhaustion. Wow. Mm. I could just close, I could just stop the show with just that, man. That see, this is what I'm saying. None of this stuff is explained. And when I was doing this, man, I, I was blown away myself because I'm like, man, I heard all this stuff before. Uh, even with the even with the doctors that got the doctors in theology, I heard all this stuff before. From for for someone struggling with depression, anxiety, and challenges, this mindset of fighting to keep the enemy at bay, or for personal breakthrough, leans more towards behavior before belonging, and opposed to a healthier view or belonging before behavior. So. They are fighting with all the spiritual disciplines as best they can as best they can to see a breaking off of the enemy's attack and personal breakthrough, belonging. All of this is because their sy- symptoms are often associated as a frail faith and losing to the attack of the enemy. The problem comes when the depression, anxiety, or symptoms don't go away in days, weeks, or even months. So now, Pastor, the question is now, I'm doing everything I can, so where is God? Why is God silent, and why is he not helping me? These questions trigger more depression and anxiety Hence, causes exhaustion to set in. Then they want to give up on God. Human nature. So, Pastor, I know we've already talked about this, but why? Why are we? Why do we automatically go through that human condition of I'm doing everything I can? So we blame who? God. And then when God's not speaking according to way he we, we want him to speak. Why is God quiet? Or we don't feel that God is working in our life, so we blame God and say he's not helping me. And I understood that when we do that, Pastor, we don't really have faith. Uh Uh-oh. Because we're believing in our own intellect. We're believing on what the doctor said, or we're believing in what somebody else said instead of what God said. God does things on his timing. I'm tired of hearing that, Thomas. God think God does things on his timing. Well, listen, mm. when God does something for you, 
It's always strategic. It comes at the most opportune time. God don't just do it because you tell him to. Sometimes Mm. God wants you to work through that thing so you can develop the faith so you can attack the problem, and then he will work. Sometimes he wants us to crawl a little bit. Sometimes he wants us to go to training a little bit, get our body fit, get our body right. Then he will help us. We got to meet him halfway. Even if you don't have all of the biblical expertise, Pastor, just reading the book of Psalms is a start. Or know someone that knows the word that can help you. It's a start. And he will meet you halfway. So I want to get your thoughts on this, Pastor, because we always do this, and I'm quite sure we hear it from congregations and stuff like that. Pastor, I did everything I'm supposed to do. So where is God? Why is he not talking? Why is he quiet? Why is he not helping me, Pastor? And I'm just tired. I want to just walk away from the church or walk away Hmm. from my relationship with God because he's not moving when I want him. But doesn't it it say in the word, he may not come when you want him, but he'll be there right on time? Another cliche. So, Pastor, (laughs) your thoughts on this, man. See, I'm about to get in trouble here. We lost like five people now. But it's man, I, 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 I think I, I think, man, I think it goes back to what, what, what we've been saying for the longest. Being able to, um, I think it goes back. And well, let, let me let me revert back real quick. I know you you was talking about uh, spiritual discipline. So, and it's it's good for people. It's really really good for people to understand about the spiritual disciplines and what the spiritual disciplines are. Because as a matter of fact, that's what I'm I'm doing my uh, my, my my Bible study lessons on on the spiritual disciplines. So uh, one thing that we have to make sure when it comes to the spiritual disciplines is that those spiritual disciplines are there for our good to to to, to make us have or to cause us to have a deeper relationship with God. And those those spiritual disciplines aren't there. You know, or aren't put in place or aren't there for us for for them to be uh, legalistic to where to the point to where people say, okay, if you don't do this, then you're not right with God. That's not what they're there for. They're there they're there for us to have a more deeper, intimate relationship with God. So I'm glad you brought up about spiritual disciplines, and a lot of people don't even know about that that, that there's 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 twelve spiritual disciplines. A lot of people don't know that there's there there, there there's 21 different uh, 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 types of of, of 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 prayer. A lot of people don't know that you know we, when they talk about the word fasting, that they think they they think that if truly a true fast, if it's not for spiritual purposes, then it's not really a true fast. See, people don't understand that. You know, people people go to the doctor and say, well, the doctor says fast, so I'm gonna fast, and you know, and and I got that. That's a that's a more uh, 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 daily. Uh, it's, it's a more term that people use. They use that word fast instead of abstaining from food. You know, uh, for 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 purposes, and that that's for medical purposes. But a true fast, spiritual discipline. A true fast is for if it's not for spiritual purposes, like a spiritual connection with God, then it's not truly fast. But that's a different conversation. So anyway, as we move forward and we talk about. Um, uh, why 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 people are moving back from God when they deal with these issues? I think I believe um, that it, it has to start with uh, it has to go back to the basics where people understanding who God is. Um, 
I think that has a lot to do with it. Uh, a truly understanding who God is and who Christ is, and truly understanding that, and and, and getting and understanding that that uh, being taught about God's providence, and understanding that you know regardless of what you go through, God has not pulled back from you. So if you feel like that God has pulled back from you, you know you might need to check yourself because God hadn't moved. And I know people hear that a lot. But God had moved. It's you because of what you're dealing with is the one that stepped back away from God. God exactly. had gone nowhere. But like you said, God allows things to happen, you know, in our lives to 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 to, to check us. Sometimes uh sometimes God allows things in our lives just to, to, to wake us up. And sometimes God allows us allows things in our lives to put us back on the right path. And a lot of times we end up going through those things not because of nothing God did, but because it's a lot of times about what we did. So God said, Okay, since you made that decision, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna allow you to go through this because when you come out on the end of this you are going to understand something. You are going to understand who I am because you didn't have to go through this, but you made a decision that put you on this path. So since you made a decision, I'm going to let you go down this path, and I'm going to allow you to go through these tears and through these heartaches. I ain't going to leave you. I'm still here, but since you chose to go, since you chose the hard way instead of the easy way, I'm going to let you roll down this hallway because – it's going to make you better. I'm going to teach you something in the end. So for me, I truly believe that when people begin to to, to, to have those thought processes or you know, start saying that stuff and begin to, 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 to walk away from God and turn their back from God and say, hey, I'm going to cut God off, and they got all these nasty, stank attitudes and all this type of stuff, I think – that it has to go back to the basics of understanding who God really is. Because if you really don't understand who God really is, you know you, you you won't know that 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 God does allow things in our life for our you know for 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 our growth and and God allows things in our life to happen for God's glory. And if you don't understand all that, the smallest slight little thing. I knock you all past and knock you all killed with God. And this thing, you know, you want to throw in the white towel on God and say, oh, well, God, God, God don't care nothing about me. When that's not really true, you know, but give, but giving people all these, 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 all these, 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 these cliche sayings and all this type of stuff. That's not teaching people really about the providence of God. It's not really teaching people about who God is. Just you giving these cliche sayings and it make you feel good. It make you feel good on the inside. It make your heart beat fast. But 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 when you get into the trenches and stuff, you know, that feel good cliche ain't gonna do you no good because you don't know how to apply it. You know? You 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 really don't know who God is. All you got is a all you got is a pocket full of cliches. All right. And you don't know about who God really is and understand that, you know what, God allows stuff. God is, God loves us and God going to allow stuff to come through our lives, but it's going to be for my good. It don't feel good. I ain't happy about it. You know, it, 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 it make me feel some type of way, but I know if I do my part, you hear what I'm saying? If I do my part, God going to get me through this, but I got to do my part. 
And I think that's what we fail people is that is that you got a part to play in your situations. You got a part to play. People say, well, uh, the Bible says just stand and wait on just just wait on God. Yeah, I got you. And you stand there and you wait motionless with your hands in your pocket and see what's gonna happen. But you have a part to play. And then understanding where our part begins and where our part ends is important too. So when we, when we tell people that in your situations you have a part to play, there's something that God wants you to do. There's something that God wants you to do even in the midst of your situation. God can pull that situation off you anytime God wants to. It's not out of God's power to do that. But God wants us to learn something, and then people don't understand that you, we, have a part to play in our situations. We have a part to play. We got something that we got to do in our situations. That's right. That's right. And we, you know, we, this this actually brings us to the point number two. So when we fight from secure rest. Versus fighting to achieve more freedom. So, of course, we're talking about the breakdown, the famous cliche of 1 Timothy 6 and 12. So we got a breakdown. Number two, fight from the secure rest and fighting to achieve more freedom. Now, the context of the scripture is not a position of a mental or emotional failure or because you are weak. Instead, it's not a works fight. We were introduced to that before It's not a works fight It's a focus fight What are you talking about? Okay, I'm glad you asked Paul is reminding us That we have a new identity Not of weakness Because of this We can Even in depression Anxiety Or any other challenge It's not a works fight It's a Focus fight because a great focus always leads to new ways of living, not vice versa. Paul also follow up, follows up the call to fight the good fight of faith by saying, this is in layman's terms. This means for any journey, condition, or circumstance. So don't give up. Or give in to any contrary to what Christ has already fulfilled inside of you. The condition that you're going through, like we're just talking about, the depression, anxiety, and other challenges, take hold and focus on what you have and rest in the new creation that you have set before Don't focus on what the issue is You focus on the reality That God's gonna do it You focus on the cure That God's gonna do it You focus on the fight of faith That's what you focus on You don't focus on The, the, the situation You don't focus on the dilemma You focus on how God's gonna bring you out of it So how's God gonna bring me out of it When I have no tools me and Pastor Sigo was just talking about that. First of all, you have to be an open door. You have to want to learn. And with a lot of us, Pastor, we're so caught up in our ways 
we got so religiously complacent that we don't want to learn nothing new. That's our problem. Because we want to, we we got like you said, we got a pocket full of cliches, but no power. We know yep. what cliche to pop to, to throw out. Okay, pass it go here. Boom! I got the uh, walking in a right walking in a right right hand of faith. Boom! Oh, walking upon uh, serpents and scorpions and every high thing. Oh, boom! Oh, I fight the good fight. Look, okay, but you don't know what it means. You have no hmm. power. You got the work. You know how to pull it out of your pocket and throw the cliche. But when it comes to it, how do you work the thing? So it'll work for you so God can meet you halfway. But our first reaction is we give up on God because he ain't moved fast enough. And see, that's another problem that some of the churches have put on a lot of us because of the fact that we were taught this microwave nonsense, microwave faith, naming and claiming, and it's 30 to 60 days is yours nonsense. That's nonsense. God works on his timing. If God's going to bless you, bless you. Uh, if God's going to bless you with that house, he'll bless you, but not when you want him to bless you. See, we've, we've gotten to the point, Pastor, that we've gotten so arrogant that we want to demand God, uh-oh, we want to demand God to do the thing for us right now. No, it doesn't work that way. We have to understand that certain things that God has us go through, there's a reason for them. We just right. talked about that. God allows things to happen for a reason. The devil has to get permission from God for things to be happening in your life spiritually. Now, the choices me we make is a whole different story. We do reap what we sow. Okay, so if we're going to go left and God told us to go right, but we're going to go left anyway, and you end up losing a toe or losing a leg or, or whatever it is, that's not God's fault. That's your fault because you weren't listening. I got mm-hmm. a t-shirt and a hat. got a t-shirt and a hat. I, we got to this point, man, where we have everything we have need of to keep us at peace through this whole pandemic. But we are so full of cliches, and I like the way you broke that down, Pastor. We got a pocket full of cliches, but no power. Uh Uh-oh. We we know what to say, how to say it amongst our peers, but then when we're going through it in our secret place, we don't know what cliches to pull out because we're not standing in front of a a crowd or we're not standing in front of our pastor friends or we're not going to dinner at a steakhouse and talk about people uh, in our churches. Uh oh. Oh, look, look, yeah. look, it's, man. Let me, let me. It's so good that you said that. It's like, it, it's like you, we, we don't know what cliche to pull out because, because we've been, we, it's been so in, in, embedded in, in, in people's heads that you know, you, you can pull out every situation and every, and every, every little cliche can get you through every situation. You know, so like you said, you, we. we you go through a situation now. Uh, what cliche do I pull out for this situation? Well, I'm gonna pull this one out, and it's not helping because you don't have the power. Number one, that little cliche that you've been taught has nothing to do with what you're dealing with, and then you don't know where you really need to go to plug into that power to get you through what you're trying to get through. That's right. That's right. So, 
we're we're gonna we're gonna review because we got a few more minutes, so we're gonna review some scriptures that highlight who we are. So a lot of us don't know. We don't know who we are. I didn't. I had to find out. I had to find out laying in the hospital bed who I was, and that's sad. I'm just keeping it real. So Jesus already already made a breakthrough once and for all. We are completely new and lacking nothing. And no longer we need to strive for more of God's blessings or more spiritual breakthroughs. We are living out and growing from our newness in Christ. Point number two, Jesus is at rest with us and we are at rest with him. Are you really? We are complete and have oneness in him. He has already made us secure, overcomers through, here's the, here's the answer to all of our questions, through faith. We are already resting in our eternal security with no more striving to achieve more faith and freedom. Point number three, we rest in knowing he is guiding us by faith and working in us towards his good advantage, will, and pleasure. There is no need to strain ourselves to get more grace and blessing. We see that a lot, Pastor. We, we, we running each other down just to get more grace and more blessings and we're, we're, we're out trying to tide each other so I can get a front seat with the pastor. All this nonsense. Mm-hmm. And, and point, point number four, Christ is already our security as the author, perfecter, and finisher of our faith and our lives. Why? He cares for us through all, not some all of our afflictions and trials. There is no need to achieve or impress him to be free from our painful circumstances. See, this is plain as... See, this is what you... Like you said, Pastor, when you know who Jesus is, this is like basic knowledge. Now, we can't assume that everyone has this knowledge. And it's obvious we all come to a point of our lives when we're like, oh, my gosh, it was that simple? Me? Right. I, I, I did the same thing. I, I'm thinking it takes all this complexity to gain wisdom, knowledge, and understanding through the word of God, and it don't take all that. All you need is faith. That's it. In everything we go through, all we need is what? Faith. If you want to go higher in God, all you need is what? Faith. See, faith is the substance of things what? Hope for and the evidence of things not seen, right? So why are we, that's another cliche that we don't know, understand what the power behind it is. Because faith is the activation for all of our issues. Mm -hmm. But we're preaching faith 
on a Bentley. We're preaching faith on uh, multiplying our finances. We're preaching faith on having five churches in five locations. We're preaching all this nonsense instead of telling people that they, if they only have faith, they can get over their depression, their anger, their 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 their, their, their bad uh, marriages, their bad jobs, all this stuff. All, the, the stronghold of the battlefield in your mind. All you need is faith. That's the answer. We don't need all this theology. We don't need the Greek and Hebrew word for faith. We don't need none of that. All you need is faith. And guess what? All you need, your faith is only required of a mustard seed type. That's it. You don't have to have a cantaloupe faith. You don't have to have a watermelon faith. You don't have a you don't even have to have a big yacht faith. All he requires of us, Pastor, is a mustard seed type faith. You know how small that is? Mm-hmm. So can you so can you imagine when you continue to understand who Jesus Christ is in your life, can you imagine more of the power that you will possess when you start to grow that thing? Nothing yeah. will move you. Nothing will shake you. I'm ready to go home, honestly. But look, we still got a work to do. So therefore, I can't be complaining because what's going on out, out here in this world or what's going on with me. I still have work to do. So in the meantime, I continue to ask God to fill me up by the faith that I already have. And he meets you halfway. All we need is mustard seed type faith. And God gives us a, a, a tsunami of faith. What comparison and contrast is that? But that's the type of God we have. He will love us beyond our little micro faith, our little minuscule type of faith. He will throw a whole tsunami over it because that's how much he loves us. That's the type of God you need to understand we serve. All we have to do is meet the halfway, and we don't have to do the works that some of our leaders have told us to do to get it. All you right. need is faith. Period. Period. You don't have to sweep the floor of the church. You don't have to vacuum the floor of the church. You don't have to serve in three different committees in the church. You don't have to do none of that. All you need is faith. Period. And you will see God move in your life. He will do things that no man can do. He will open doors no man can shut. Another cliche, but I've seen it happen for myself, Pastor. When I disconnected from the works, when I disconnected from the cliches, when I disconnected from 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 how it's supposed to be done, and I finally listened to what Jesus said, I was I've been more blessed. And I'm not trying to knock the church. Don't get me wrong, but please hear me. When I disconnected from the church building and the works building, I learned more about Christ than I ever had in the church. And that's mm-hmm. sad. That's sad. It should not take us to leave the church that God ordained for us to come and fellowship in to learn about what Jesus Christ truly is outside the church. Yeah, you're supposed to develop your own relationship with God. I get it. But when we come together as believers in the house, 
It's so much deception. It's so much backbiting. You looking at somebody because they don't have a certain suit on or a certain dress on or they drove up in a hoopty and all this other. We, we doing all this nonsense that has nothing to do with anything. We're not getting people really set free because we got a price tag on it. We're not really. <laughs> wow. We <laughs> thank you, God. We we <laughs> we take hold of what we want to take hold of. We take what feels good, smells good, looks good, and all that stuff, and we think that's being blessed and highly favored. Mm-hmm. And in all actuality, it's not. He takes our ups, our downs. When you're going through the pressures of life, as you, uh, as you increase in God, I'm going to tell you, it's not easy. It's not easy. When you are no. increasing yourself... When you are allowing God to fill this sinful body with his word, you're going to have withdrawal. What are you talking about? Okay, let me, let me break it down in layman's terms, Pastor, because I don't think they know what I'm talking about. So when you've been an addict, when you used to get high and when you used to drink and all this other stuff, right? And when you stopped, it's this thing called withdrawal your body goes through, right? It's the mm-hmm. same thing. In the spirit, you go through this thing called withdrawal because you, like the pastor said, we have a pocket full of cliches, but no power. Same thing. So we we go through this thing called cliche withdrawal or withdrawal from the church. Or And this is what a lot of us are going through now, pastor, because we, we, we depended our faith on the works. Uh-oh, I'm going to get in trouble with that one. But it's true. Mm-hmm. Our grace wasn't sufficient enough. It wasn't sufficient enough for him. Every part of our lives that feel like a thorn, and like with me, I said this before, I have a permanent thorn on my on my side because of the fact that I know why God has brought me back to do what I have to do. If it's hard, is it hard sometimes when you have the men and women of God that you know, and they sit here telling you you're a renegade, you're a rogue, you don't have enough education, you don't have a church, so you can't pastor. All this nonsense that we've put in, you don't you don't think that affects me? Oh yeah, it does. My flesh is affected, but guess what? I know what God told me. You weren't there, pastor, when I was sitting in a hospital bed and and for for months. You were not there. You don't know what Jesus told me. You were not there when Jesus miraculously healed my body. When the doctors told me I, I had it almost it would take me almost a year for me to walk again. You weren't there. You weren't there when my family was struggling to make ends meet, and it took somebody that wasn't even saved, what didn't even know Christ for himself, to make sure my family got taken care of. And you were too busy in your little flush little office or your beamer driving around town. And then you want to judge somebody based on their lack of faith because they don't go to your church. Come on. I learned so much more, Pastor, by just being in the fight. I learned how to fight in the spirit. I I knew all the cliches, too. I had it all down packed, Pastor, and I knew which cliche to throw out when it came time to throw it out. But guess what? It didn't help me not one bit mm-hmm. because I was still pressed. I was still going through. I was still angry. I was still church hurt. I was still mad. 
all of those cliches went out the window. So I had to learn how to bring Jesus closer to me, and all he required of me was a mustard seed type thing. But I don't want to stop there, Pastor. But I've been talking too much, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna allow you to speak because I'm just flowing in this thing, and I, I just don't want I just don't want God to to, to, to be mad at me for not saying anything. But but depression, but depression, anxiety, and other familiar challenges are not signs of God's absence in family, and that's the first thing we say. I wanted to put that point out there. They are all right. toils of this life. We have one in us who is greater. Than the one in the world Who's the one in the world The Antichrist, Satan His minions, you know it You got it, working towards our Advantage is Jesus Who fights The good fight in a Secure rest Not insecure test Let me read that back Working towards our Advantage, Jesus fought The good fight in secure Rest not insecure test for more and more and more works. I'm going to stop right there because there's a lot more to it. We'll go into it next Sunday. But Pastor Sego, put the icing on the cake with this, man. So much has been said, but we have the power to do what we got to do. Your thoughts. Ooh. Boy, boy, boy! Let me tell you, man. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm gonna try to, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna push about five minutes, man. But this, this, this is good, bro. And you know, it, it, and I use, I, I, I use just a really, really quick example before I put the ice on the cake. Uh, it's like when, when I, before I retired out of the military, I, I went through, I uh, went, went through drill sergeant school. So, going through drill sergeant school, it didn't, it, it, it taught us some of the fundamentals, but it didn't teach me how to be a drill sergeant. What it taught me, it taught me the, 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 the basics. But in order for me to be, in order for me to have been an effective drill sergeant, I had to actually go out and I had to. To, to 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 have the the rubber meet the road, and I had to do it. I had to walk it out. I had to plug into everything that I have uh, uh, that that I was taught. Take what everything I I was taught in school and plug it into actual effect. I had to I had to, had to apply it. So it's it's and bringing this into what 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 we're talking about today. In order for us to 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 walk it out. We have to be able. We have to understand where it comes from, and understand that everything doesn't. Uh, we can't take every cliche and apply it to everything in life. We have to know what to take, and then how to plug that into our situation. What about what is the Bible saying about our situation that we're in, and what do we take from that, from what God says, and plug into our situation? We, we we have to take what 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 God says and plug it into the right situation. We can't take the wrong thing. We we, we can't take a three prong plug and plug it into a a, a two prong plug. It just ain't it ain't, it ain't gonna work. It's, it's 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 not gonna work. So to put the ice on the cake, the great thing you said too, Pastor Chris, is that we have to understand that the things that we go through. The, the situations that we deal with That doesn't mean that God is absent In our lives That doesn't mean God has pulled God's uh, 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 Self away From the things That we go through In uh, our lives God is still present You know, God's spirit is still present And people think being blessed Is being blessed with stuff 
you know, if you have stuff, that means you're blessed. But we don't realize, we don't realize that the, that, 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 that the Holy Spirit is, is, is with us. And we don't understand how blessed that we, 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 we know we are. What about that accident that was going down the road that the Holy Spirit said, nope, not this one. And you dodged that accident. What about that 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 the situation that you should have been in, but the Holy Spirit said nope because if they fall into this situation, the devil's gonna take them out. Nope, protect you from this situation. Uh, what 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 about what about that 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 the situation in the store that was supposed to go on when you was in the store, but you but you left the store and that situation didn't happen until three or four days later because he's like, man, I just went into that store. But see, we don't understand. We always take uh, blessings as, be, as, as seeing stuff and, and, and tangible things and stuff we can touch and, and money and cars and houses and food and, 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 and clothes. Uh, we go on trips. Oh, we're, 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 we're blessed. Oh, I got that position. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed, which is, which, is, which, is, which is some things, which has some aspects of that. But we just look at all that stuff and forget about those things that we should have been in that the spirit has has and, and God has blocked us from being in those situations and we don't think that we're blessed because of that because there's a lot of things that we, we that we were supposed to be in that we're not in because of the blessings and the love of God and God said nope I got something else I got something more for you to do so even the situation we deal with, that doesn't mean that God is not absent in our life. God is still, God, God's providence is still present. God's spirit is still there, and God's spirit is is never going to leave us because, well, I say this: when the spirit does leave us, we are going to know because when because when that happens, I, look, I don't want to be here when that happens. I'm gonna put it like that, <laughs> you know. So. So you know we we, we got to know that 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 just because we're going through a situation that doesn't mean God is absent um, in our lives. I'm finished. Well, we're gonna get the TPV breakdown and we're gonna close up shop and and play out uh, some music uh, along the way because I think we hit all the points and I, I want to save all the juiciness for next week uh, for part three. But understand something, family, that this is what we take hold of, which is our faith and our security, our relationship with Jesus Christ, and rest it in through the ups and the downs of our depression, our anxieties, our, our, our shortcomings, etc. God has given himself for our journey our weaknesses and a grace that's sufficient for every part of our life period if God said he will be with us he means it he's not a human being he's not fickle like we are he mean, meant what he said he said I will be with you through your depression through your anxiety through your hard times through other situations and challenges that seem to have no end in sight. This is not the sign that God's absent from you. These some, some of these signs may be 
self-afflicted, but mm. even signs that are God-afflicted, there's always a way out. But we first have to understand that God has a way out for it. And if we need him halfway, we will find that way out. But we have the one in us who is greater than the one in this world, family. And who is that person? Jesus Christ, our King. God, Holy Spirit, we got it all. We have the three we have a three-part package that operates in one thing. They operate in one mechanism, but there's three different things, but they operate in one. We have the advantage. And as we, the closer we get to Jesus Christ, we will understand that they're not three separate things. They're all one and the same. Yeah. Let's work this thing out. See, we've been taught wrong for far too long. You may not like what I have to say, and I thank God you don't like what I have to say. But I have to be obedient to what God told me to say in this hour. It's not about Chris and Chris's agenda. It's not about what's going to be nice to, for the family to hear so, they can, so, so we can get ratings. I'm not worried about that. My concern is for us to become spiritually stronger in this time. We have too many of us that are struggling, Pastor, just to even keep our faith in check. The great falling away has already happened. We already got people that have been in the faith for years giving up. We got people that are in the faith supporting people that don't even speak right about God, but they sing about God for a few months. They say a little bit of things. Again, they pull out cliches out of their pocket. Oh, that man or woman is is, is deep in God. Let's follow that person. But their whole their whole lifestyle has nothing to do with God. Period. But you follow them because they're popular. Or you follow them because they're a celebrity. Or you follow them because they're, they have a mega church or whatever it is. We gotta stop yeah. that. We have to rightly divide. We don't do that either. A lot of us don't know how to do that. And again, we're going we're gonna to break all of that down. By the time you're finished listening to TPV radio, you're going to know how to be an effective believer, a warrior for Christ. You're going to know how to utilize your spirit, the spirit that God gave us all. You're going to know what you're called to do. You're going to know what part of the body that you're in. I don't care what anybody else says. Yes, we play music and all that stuff. That's great. But the fact of the matter is, we have to be back to basics. We have to understand the God we serve. We have to understand that we have more power than we, we give him credit for. We're looking at everything falling apart in the world. It was already preordained that that's going to happen. Why y'all tripping? Mm. It was already written that this would happen. Why y'all tripping? Our concern and our focus at this point is for us to get our personal lives together, to get our church family together, to make us stronger in the spirit of God so we can fight off the forces of darkness until it's time for us to be called home. That's what we need to focus on. But I don't know what I'm talking about, Pastor. So uh, let me digress. Let, let me stop before before I get into more trouble. Yeah, let, let me just stop. I'm, I'm just going to stop right now. So, so, family, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. So we definitely have part three. We're not done. 
I'm glad God gives me series for a reason because sometimes you can't even get through it because you got you have so many profound men and women of God that are on this panel, man, and God talks to us all differently, but we all can agree one thing. We can agree to disagree, but we have to agree that Jesus Christ is Lord, period. That's the that's the end statement, regardless of what we all think. And that's what I love about what God is doing in this season. He's bringing tremendous men and women of God uh, over here at TTV Radio. I am so humbled and honored to have each and every one of them. They bring their own flavor. They bring their own uh, truth to what God has done in their life. And that's what I absolutely love, the variety. But we all shoot from the hip, and we don't, we don't, give, we don't give no chases. We don't give no sugarcoat cookies. We don't give you fluff and cotton candy. We tell it to you like it is in, our, in, in the, different, the different way we communicate that. And that's what I love about this network. I'm not sitting here boasting about anything. I'm giving God all the glory that what he has done for us in this season, we have tremendous people. We have a personality. Yeah, we go hard in the paint, but we have personality. We're not so serious and so heavenly minded that we're no earthly good. We have to stay connected to what's going on in our society and ask God to give us to give us sermons or give us uh, uh, words of encouragement so we can stay relevant. You can un- you can have all the word in the world. But we have to be we have to be earthly good, man. We got so we got so caught up in being in all these high things, pastors, that we forgot to be human. We don't love no more. We don't encourage each other no more. We hating on each other because somebody gets an elevation and I don't. See that all that stuff is of the devil, man. All that stuff. And this is where the depression comes in. This is where all the backbiting comes in. That's why we can't work together as a unit of a body of believers. Pastor Sego has his own ministry, own church. He could have picked anywhere else to be, but he came here. And I appreciate that for him and his wife, for him to do that. He didn't have to. They have their own ministry doing their own thing, but they take the time out of their busy schedule to come here and chill with your boy. And I do the same thing when I when I yeah. finally get over this craziness here and I thank God for it. Don't get me wrong. I love it, but at the same time I'll be ready to rock and roll. So family, it's about that time to get up out of here. So of course continue to keep uh brother Don in your prayers because he's not feeling well. Also keep Pastor G in your prayers as well. Um and also keep us in your prayers as we keep you in our prayers. So on behalf of Brother Don, Pastor Gene of course, I'm your boy, the Thomas Voice, and of course, Real Talk is in the building. Your cousin, your nephew, Pastor Byron, say go in the building. So we are out of here. You are more than you think and greater than you heard. And when you see the Thomas Voice or when you see Pastor say go at the mall, at the corner, doing the thing for Jesus Christ, taking it, taking it to the streets for real, for real. Walk with us, family. Let's go. We'll see you next week for another exciting episode of Voice Presents. We, I'm sorry, Psalmist Voice Reloaded. Oh, oh, jeez. Okay, Uh-oh. we are out here. <laughs> we got too many things going on. Anyway, <laughs> we love you, family. Don't forget to vote. Vote, vote, vote. 
thespinawars.com. Also, check us out on our replays on Live 365. Download the app on all your Apple and your Android devices. And also our website, www.tpvradio.com. I'm out, family. I love you. Be blessed. Nobody, nobody's perfect. She's so cold Afraid that no one will accept her Give her heart to any hand that's open Say no Oh, oh, oh She's broken Oh, oh, oh He can't be there Somewhere along the line She's lost her way For the mistakes she's made But I'm reminding you Never give up This is the sound of the voice You laugh We cry Walk with me just wanna be whole Central Texas. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.